2: The Sports Bar with Danger and Battaglia. We all have to do a better job, myself included, and it's putting the players in position. Then when in position, the players have to make the plays.
3: Tight end Dawson Knox is
4: going to undergo wrist surgery. Mike Danger.
5: You're right, the hits just keep on coming for the Buffalo Bills. Gene Battaglia. It's a team that's still 4-3, and three, but if you're
3: just being honest with yourself, do they really have a talent? Do they have elite talent on this team?
4: We have a trade to announce.
5: I took San Francisco.
4: Yes! Yeah! Kings beat the Niners!
2: They're taking us higher, so we're taking us. we'll take it. For the first time since
4: 2011, the Rangers are going
5: to the World
3: Series. The NLCS, the Philadelphia Phillies, will play in their very first Game 7 in wow.
2: franchise history. Game 1 of the World Series is Friday in Arlington, no matter who wins tonight. Oh, thank God the NBA season's back, because that's exactly what I need. I'm
5: excited, can't wait to get going. 3-1, Canadians win it. Buffalo's right back at it against
4: Ottawa. 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan. Rochester.
5: Hey, welcome into Happy Hour. It's the Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia. I appreciate you making us part of your part of your everyday routine. We have so many options for sports information and entertainment. And if you're choosing Gino and I, even if it's just for a couple of minutes on your ride home, that is humbling. We do not take that for granted. Here, let's give you a little uh, help with your fantasy football team, a little fantasy advice. And, and later this week, we'll be joined, as we are every Thursday, by Andy Behrens from Yahoo Fantasy. But we like to talk every Tuesday afternoon in the Sports Bar about... Who's hot and who's cold in fantasy football? Yeah, and we do this on a Tuesday to
3: help you uh, you know, with your ad drops. And if I gave you a tight end danger that in the last four weeks combined, five catches, 47 yards, no touchdowns, Tyler Higby. Ever since Cooper Cup came back, <laughs> they're not using him. So if you're looking for something, that is a player that right now is ice cold. And hey, if we're going to go with who's hot in fantasy football, well, the guy who's setting the records right now, it's not Christian McCaffrey's fault that the 49ers lost last night. That 16 straight games that the guy has found an end zone. And for all McCaffrey owners,
5: yeah, that oblique was not bothering him. last I night. Uh, also wanted to point out and highlight the performance last night of Kirk Cousins who is very quietly having a very good year for fantasy purposes and Jordan Addison stepping up in the primetime lights uh with no Justin Jefferson in that lineup you would know uh there were no worse for the wear and and Addison having himself a nice Uh, A nice night last night against that Niners defense who's hot and who's cold in fantasy football brought to you by Airquip Heating and Air Conditioning. It's fun and challenging to know when to start a player that's heating up or bench one who's cooling off. It's not fun to be too hot or too cold in your home or business. Make the best lineup call you can and call Airquip today. So
3: Kirk Cousins, and I feel like sometimes with our opens there, we got to give you like the cliff notes there. You heard uh, Creed, the song Higher, apparently that – it struck a chord with Kirk Cousins. And, yeah,
5: you know, that motivated the team. Yeah, out there. that motivates me still to this day. I mean, if you hear Creed, the heavy guitar and the Scott Stapp, just towering vocals,
3: I picture the year being 2012. Mike Danger here, 98, nine, the buzz. You're so like,
5: so late. I mean, this is so early late. 2000s. Yeah, really early 2000s. And and we'll go ahead and put Creed in the same category as Nickelback. Like it's very very cool. Sportsball people really like picking on Nickelback and Creed as unlistenable artists. And I'm here to tell you, there's a reason why they sold millions of albums and went on sold-out world tours. It's because their music, while you might not like it now or you might think it's not cool, it's actually pretty good. The songs are actually pretty good. Even The, the problem with both Creed and Nickelback is their front men, it, you know, whether you're talking Chad Kroger or Scott Stapp, they're both kind of jerks. And some of those stories started to get you know filtered out in the early days of uh, the web, in the early days of social media. And as, as they did, you're like, oh, these guys are kind of jerks, so we don't have to yeah. like them anymore. It became very cool to like the artists who gave you such classics as higher, which inspired the Minnesota Vikings to a win over those Niners yesterday.
3: Yeah. So like you always see like the prayer circle at the end of the game. Apparently, the Vikings have a prayer circle at the beginning of the game and. That was on the speaker coming out of wherever. And they're like, yeah, that speaks to us. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll go ahead
5: and say this. The conspiracy theorist to me believes that that's all a plant as well, because Creed's about to go on tour. And while they're not spending any money <laughs> on uh, commercials during an NFL broadcast, you know, what, what is it worth to have the, the star quarterback in prime time mention your brand name? but you know mention the band creed all of a sudden get us honks the next day talking about creed everything is everything is transactional well
3: and in your you know accidental consensus theory there i think i know where it started because there is a funny movie the 40 year old version when the guys are playing the video games yeah. and they're just you know they're trading
5: insults yeah they,
3: uh, yeah you like whole play yeah, like, yeah.
5: That's AVCC. I call it accidental viral critical consensus. When something happens, a moment happens, and then everybody wants to pile on for the good or the bad of something. Like if, if you believe uh, everything that you would see online, you would never believe that Nickelback sold the millions and millions and millions of albums that they did and sold out all the concerts that they did because everybody apparently hates them due to A, V, C, C accidental viral critical consensus i would think Coldplay falls in that category for that <laughs> yeah they just suck <laughs> next case yeah. uh no i'm kidding that that is uh it is, we've been trying to say all day like if 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 you are uh a sports ball fan if you're if you're somebody if you're one of those people or if you know one of those people it's just fun just have fun it doesn't have to be it's not that serious man we're we're, we're dishing out takes here in the sports bar we've got so much action tonight Tonight's going to be a fun night, and I think the NHL is doing something really, really smart, or at least ESPN is helping the NHL do something really, really smart. Well,
3: I mean, now tonight, it is the opening night of the NBA. You do have Denver and the Lakers, and you're probably going to check that out. And up late, if you're staying up late, you do have Phoenix and the Warriors. It's almost like ESPN said, you know what? TNT has this night, and if we're going to actually go all in with hockey, let's all go all in. They have staggered all 16 games. So, first of all, everybody's playing tonight. Everybody. So, that's why, I'm like, wait a second, Buffalo's playing in Ottawa tonight? They were, this is why. Every team is playing tonight. There are 16 games, and none of the games have the same face-off time. It all starts at 6 o'clock with Washington hosting Toronto, and then every 15 minutes, a puck will drop. That's why the Sabres are at 645 tonight.
5: And then you got Bucci, John bucci back at the studio doing his best NFL red zone going from game to game to game just wall to wall action. Why don't they do this like once a month here?
3: Like make it a thing. They the, the manufactured, "Hey, it's Wednesday night rivalry night. It's Buffalo and Columbus." Like get <laughs> out of here with that. You know, like no, stop with that. Yeah. This this feels like something, "Hey, this game is really bad, but you know what? Stick around cuz uh there's something better coming up in 15 minutes."
5: Yeah, I'll be uh I'll be plugged into that. Uh, I'm, I'm curious to see how they present that and what that all looks like. We all, by the way, we have a game seven tonight in the NLCS. So who is Brandon Fott? Okay, well,
3: he is the starting pitcher tonight for the Diamondbacks who has uh, score, thrown his last 10 innings scoreless. If we were in Rochester, though, be Brandon Fat. Brandon Fat. Fat. Oh, Fat's on there. Hey, Fat. Fat. The Diamondbacks tonight. I really like the Diamondbacks going in.
5: I'm going to go against what you like and take the Phillies minus a run and a half on the run line. Not to just win, but win by at least two runs.
3: Our guy Chris Russo did like a radio hokey thing where he said, "Hey, this is what like earlier says. If if Arizona went back and won Game Six and Seven, I will retire from the radio." So the Arizona manager today said, well, I'm kind of looking forward to
5: that. Yeah, well, um, that, that home field advantage that Philadelphia has uh, didn't really matter too much to these Diamondbacks. They're young. They're exciting. You don't know any of them. But it would, it would be the worst case scenario for Rob Manford for Major League Baseball if you had a Texas-Arizona World Series.
3: I don't know if you knew this or not. In the history of Philadelphia Phillies baseball, this is their first ever game seven.
5: Will that be brought up tonight during the broadcast? Mm, maybe. Yeah. Maybe you already heard that. Yeah. Um so you have that, you have the NHL, you have the NBA getting underway, and then of course, um, <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs>
3: I'm like, nope, that's pretty much it, Danger. There's no college basketball tonight. No college hockey on a Tuesday. The Emmerichs play tomorrow night. I was going
5: to transition to the Buffalo Bills, but uh, we have that on Thursday night.
3: We have Thursday, but today was not. You know what's throwing you off? Uh, Today, normally Tuesday, quiet out of Buffalo. No, today was the day where McDermott got up there, and my gosh, you would think Baker Mayfield is the second coming of i don't know who here he might be the best quarterback ever in tampa bay
2: baker who i think his last name is mayfield yeah. um you know enjoyed the time we spent with him and uh, obviously went uh, first overall um and and um, <laughs> Thank you know. you know, he's had a no great ass. career in college and and uh you know he plays with a lot of energy and and seems like a good leader i've never obviously been on a team with him but uh seems like a good leader no, that's true. Actually, no, that's true. Been, but
3: no, like there should be like a no S button, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, you know, he went first overall, and I'm just gonna yeah, kind I of kinda, go I kind of think
5: off. I, I think if I'm not mistaken, he went first overall. If I'm not mistaken, the year that they took Josh Allen, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, so he enjoyed his time with Baker Mayfield. Does you know? You remember like Patrick Mahomes?
3: The first time he went back to Chicago, he wanted everybody in Chicago to know like this is what you're missing out on. I mean, Baker Mayfield, if he comes in and beats Buffalo, he's not doing He's already anything. done it.
5: He beat him in Cleveland. Remember the game in Cleveland? Baker Mayfield won them the game. Oh my
3: gosh. In that's Cleveland. right. He's done it. But in Buffalo, though.
5: Ah. Yeah, that would be a challenge. Hey, look, I, I think I think that there is there's a segment of Bill's mafia right now that has already pressed the panic bucket, button. And there's another segment, and I'm in this segment, that I believe that the Bills just are this, that they are not a team that's going to be the dominant team that we've seen from time to time in the last two, three years. I think they're a 10-win team.
3: And I'm going to say this, and uh, you know, if I were, we're on the air in Buffalo, I get pulled aside, so this is going to kind of test it since slap I'm going to be up you there. on the wrist. Yeah, I think this is not a good job by McDermott coaching. If I hear complimentary football one more time, and this is how you know, okay? Because if you uh, follow football, I'm going to assume you also follow college a little bit. Maybe you follow section five. Maybe you played the game, okay? You only talk about complimentary football when you're going up against a superior opponent, an opponent where, my goodness, we have to keep that offense off the field. You know how we do that? Complimentary football. You have faced inferior offense as compared to yourself. And I would put the Patriots in that category. I would put the Jets in that category without Aaron Rodgers or without
5: with them or without. And certainly the Tyrod John Tyrod Giants. Mike Danger. Look at the other side of the ball, though. Maybe the reason why you're hearing this stress on complementary football is the last thing Sean McDermott wants are the deficiencies of his defense exposed for all to see. Keep that defense on the sideline. Keep the offense in long, sustained 10-plus play drives in order to mask any deficiencies that exist on that side. That's
3: of the what you, Wrong, wrong, wrong. Because this is not working, this current setup. Because it's getting in the mind of Josh Allen, it's getting in the mind of Ken Dorsey, and as this this tweet from Nick Geary is fantastic. And if you think it's not in the mind of Ken Dorsey, or is it Sean McDermott saying, "Hey, we need to keep that clock
5: running"? I wonder how much of what Matt Perino brought up to us earlier today is true as well. And and we've heard this throughout the course of the, the early part of this season that. That this offense really hasn't shown or doesn't want to show all that it is capable of doing because it would rather save some of that for moments that matter. Most high impact moments throughout the course of the season against opponents that you're going to need to beat if you want to get where you want to go. Oh, boy, that that now we're out thinking ourselves right. if that is what, what we're, is actually, well, we're playing chess when everybody else is playing. No, checkers. Chief. no,
3: no. Because if the Bills lose this game, guess what? Welcome to the farting around category. Assuming Houston beats uh, Carolina, the Buffalo Bills would be out of the playoff picture. And say you do beat uh, Tampa. Oh, okay. Just as a friendly reminder, Cincinnati, the Jets, Philadelphia, Kansas City, Dallas, uh, Miami again. Yeah, there are going to be some really tough games coming up in the second half that you just can't count on. This best case scenario right now looks like a 10-win team. Mm Mm-hmm. It's not a ten win team if you don't beat the Buccaneers. If you're four and four going into this little mini buy, uh, hey, danger. I go back to this it, it, talking about the conservative nature of this. Yeah,
5: offense. no, it's 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 predictable. It's it's conservative and it's also predictable. And it's p- partially because of what you've done to Josh Allen. You've neutered the stallion. You've told him that running is bad. Bad running. Bad. Bad. Don't run when running is is and should be a part of his game. Not necessarily the designed runs, but actually letting him improvise, letting him free. I,
3: I think it's it's an interesting discussion because I think most quarterbacks understand the rules of the road and Josh doesn't understand the rules of the road, meaning slide. Hey, slide. Don't try to jump over somebody. Get it's, out like, of bounds. it's like the switch goes off in his head, yeah. but that might be the devil you have to live with. What, did, what did Gary share? Because uh, is, This is brilliant. This is going back to the Bills in hurry-up mode where we're like, oh my gosh, they're down by two scores since the fourth quarter in New England. Okay, well, you have Josh Allen, you have an offense, and they have some good down in distances. Nick Curry went over all the second down calls. Are you ready? Second and down in the four, uh, four or less. Final two drives when you're in hurry-up catch-up mode, and you're going to laugh here. Second and four, James Cook run. Second and two, James Cook run. Second and three... James Cook run second and four a run by James Cook second and two James Cook run one more second and short second and four James Cook run.
5: Now, while I love what Nate's putting out there, the the part that he didn't explain in that original tweet and that original breakdown is that out of those six plays, five of those second down runs were converted for first down, which you would take. But I think the point that he's trying to make here is, now you're predictable. Now, you know, when you have second and short, your opportunity to go downfield, your opportunity to, to exploit a defense. Now this is in hurry up. This is at the end of the game. Yeah. And, and it's just not a very, and by the way, it was all all of those plays were the same play. Yeah. It was just the same play. So really, really simplified stuff here by the Bills offense, running the same play in second and short in hurry up. Little little problematic, little worrisome. I'd like to see a little more aggressiveness on that side of the but I, I do wonder how much of that is McDermott in the head of Ken Dorsey, McDermott in the head of Josh Allen, McDermott and his damn complimentary football telling everybody long sustained drives here. We want long sustained. Keep keep the defense on the sideline. It, well, it's interesting where Matt Perino brought up a good point because go
3: back to the coin toss. I defer. Okay. Everybody defers. Everybody defers. Everybody defers. But in the instance of you're playing New England, a team that is limited when it comes to passing, why wouldn't you want to put them behind the eight ball? You didn't. Okay. You, but but your defense didn't stop them to the point where you're down 10 nothing. You've run a total of one offensive play. It's
5: funny. The coin toss has become so strategic that everybody's outthought themselves, and, and they don't think about the mental element of what would happen if you do or don't score when you first get the ball like getting the ball on that opening drive and scoring immediately puts puts that team in an advantage and when your first play from scrimmage is an interception and they capitalize and get points that way as well you're not winning that game 10 nothing hole is 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 a big hole for a lot of teams to climb out of now the bills offense should and did climb out of that hole before the defense let them down with that final drive with under 2 minutes to go that that's an interesting take, and I don't think it's going to change because this is one where the analytics community w- will say, oh, the no, double dip, you want the, the yeah. double dip, you want to do that, you want to exploit, you want to try to end up with the ball at the end of the first half and get the ball again at the end of the second half. That actually gives you the biggest advantage in special teams when you when you can pull that off versus getting the ball first and scoring first. I would listen to when you're home and the crowd is whipped up in a
3: frenzy and let's go on defense first that like that I think there's something mentally to that and then hey when you're coming back out in the third quarter um we don't want to have the opposition uh you know with the football and it's a little more quiet because people are just getting back to their seats and there might be something to that too but in the case of New England what you did didn't work so maybe try the opposite every once in a while
5: well it'll be an interesting game uh the bucks you know aren't as good as they were the last time these two teams met, but they still have a lot of the same weapons, a lot of the same pieces. The Bills defense has been gashed for in the run game. They've been gashed. I think they've given up the second most explosive plays in the NFL. I think I saw that somewhere. Like there's, there's some pretty damning stats and, and uh, analytics against the Bills defense here. The, we we talked yesterday about what this defense has looked like since losing daquan jones matt milano and trey white and it's not it's not pretty so say what you will about baker mayfield or this buck's offense they they might be able to move the football against the buffalo bills come thursday night
3: yeah they they should i mean but then again it's thursday night and we haven't had you know the last time the bills are home on a thursday night danger
5: the following day the
3: offensive coordinator got fired <laughs> oh wow the greg roman game yep Yep. The, the, against uh, the Jets. Jets. You lost to Fitzpatrick and the Jets. The colorblind w- game. Yeah, week two. No, no. That, that wasn't, wasn't the
5: colorblind we, game? No,
3: that was in Buffalo. So it was week two in Buffalo. The sports bar was in its infancy at mm-hmm, that point. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's how long it's been. Uh, seven years since the Bills were home on a Thursday night. Wow. There was some Bills news today. Uh, the Bills restructuring the contract of the Dawkins, $3.9 million. That frees up against the cap, which, aha, Ah, One week from today is the NFL trade deadline, but as we've been pointing out, you need to do something with that Dawson Knox roster spot, more than likely, and the Bills are essentially out of money here. They were less than a million dollars uh, under the cap, so you need to do something. So where that's going to help you short term, you can't say that's a guarantee that the Buffalo Bills are going to go out and do something. I'm just trying to temper everybody's expectations because – Devontae Adams to Buffalo, Derrick Henry to Buffalo, all these big things, or pick your favorite defensive player to Buffalo. It's it's probably gonna be somebody you've never heard of. Maybe off of somebody else's practice squad, and that's the guy we're gonna
5: bring in. Yeah. It's uh it's maddening when you see the Eagles continue to dial up the trades and, and make these moves. Howie Roseman is probably the best GM in all of the NFL. And then you can see the Bills scrambling to try and create cap space just so they can make typical roster moves. Well, it helps when they have a firm team in Nashville. So. <laughs> just feeding yeah. the prospects. Yeah, uh, A.J. Yeah, Brown, best receiver in the league right now. That guy looks unreal this season. Would have been something if you had him in Tennessee. Oh, well. Uh, let's get to a round of shots next in the sports. Board. Yeah, so
3: we have a busy night here. Yeah, we'll set you up for uh, Philadelphia, the action there. We've got a new baseball league. Hmm. I think, think about this. Where would this actually be coming from? I don't know if this is a threat or not, but we're just kind of raising the flag here. Um, we have uh, some Sabres news and notes to get to. Oh, and the NBA starts tonight as
5: well. And speaking of the NBA, Gino, jump into the NBA action with FanDuel. Join me on FanDuel, America's number one sports book, It's Danger. For the official partner of 957 The Fan, right now, new customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers get three months of NBA League Pass courtesy of FanDuel when they place a five dollar bet on the NBA. The way uh, that way you can watch all the action as you bet on everything from point spreads to player props. Best of all, you'll get paid your winnings instantly. So don't miss your chance to get two hundred dollars in bonus bets plus three months of NBA League Pass. Just visit Fanduel.com slash Mike and tip off the NBA season right. Fanduel, official partner of the NBA, 21 plus and physically present in New York. New customer offer. First online real money wager only. Refund issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. All customer offer. $5 NBA wager required. Limit one pass per customer across both offers. Restrictions apply. Void where prohibited. See full terms for both offers at Fanduel.com slash sportsbook. For help with a gambling problem, call one 78 hope ny or text HOPE-NY-467-369. NBA League Pass. Local blackout restrictions apply.
4: The Fan Rochester Sports Update.
3: Short week for the Buffalo Bills as they get ready for the Buccaneers today. Bills left tackle Deion Dawkins restructuring his contract. That'll free up $3.9 million in cap space. Ryan Talbot reporting this afternoon. The Bills will be signing Eli Ankou to the practice squad. He'll be coming back pending a physical the Atlanta Falcons today cutting Anku. Head coach Sean McDermott says being back home helps.
2: Hey, this is this is a great opportunity for us, and we, we approach it with great energy, and we look forward to playing at home where we played well this year and, and uh, in front of our fans. So it's uh, to me, it's a great opportunity. Um, it's going to be great weather like it is today, and um, no better time in Western New York than, than this Thursday night.
3: Von Miller, Ed Oliver, and Jordan Phillips were limited today. Bailin Spector, Quentin Morris, not practicing. Sabres, 645 here tonight on the fan. They take on Ottawa. Game 7, NLCS tonight, Arizona and Philadelphia. Jim Taglin, the sports leader. The fan, Rochester.
0: When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more. Game time. Let's go.
6: From the field, to the
4: court, to the rink, the sports leader is there. 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan, Rochester.
5: All right, you're back in the sports bar, Danger and Bataglia. Let's go around the world of sports. A little whip around we do during happy hour. It's called Shots. I know you are into the hockey. I'll be checking that out. But look, you... (laughs)
3: You're going to have a wild atmosphere tonight in Philadelphia where, i got to say this without the Rochester accent, Brandon Fott going for the Snakes.
5: Brandon yeah. Fatt.
3: Brandon Fatt. He's Brandon Fatt. Last 10 innings, he's gone uh, you know, without allowing a run. Uh, the Phillies sending out Ranger Suarez. Uh, winners tonight's game is going to face the Rangers in the World Series. Uh, oh, there you go. I see what I did there in, unintentionally. Ranger Suarez maybe will face the Rangers. Next round, the Rangers, the Texas Rangers, Pounding out 11 runs in a Game 7 win at Houston. Uh, third time in franchise history. Texas has been to the fall classic first since 2011. Uh, it will be Texas with the home field advantage in the World Series. Game 1 will be Friday night in Arlington. I
5: saw Max Scherzer on the mound for the
4: Rangers. Oh, yeah? Well, I'm going to go up to Buffalo, and I'm going to go get some hot wings and blue cheese. And then after that, I'm going to take my kids to the Bills game.
3: Bruce Bochy looks like a Rochester guy—the mustache, <laughs> you know,
5: smoker. Yeah, you know, Bruce Bocce, but it w- he w- he wouldn't fit in Rochester with his name being Bruce Bochy. He needs to. We need to. He, he needs to be uh, like yeah, yeah. We got to we got to Italian it up a little bit. We got to add a, a, a different vowel. Bruce to Gallo. End. Yeah, something. Yeah. yeah, it
3: can be Bruce, but you got to be uh, yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. he does got to look like a Rochesterian.
3: Yeah, uh, there is a new baseball league danger. Not here. What am I telling you about this? Uh, It's over in Dubai. The league holding its inaugural draft, and there's some interesting names that uh, gets us paying attention here. Drafted Robinson Cano, Pablo Sandoval. Remember the big panda? Oh, boy. And yes, Bartolo Colon. The league's investors include a couple Hall of Famers, Mariano Rivera and Barry Larkin. The league is promising different rules in contrast to Major League Baseball.
5: That's in Dubai. Correct. Is, is this the latest uh, attempt in sports washing, or do we are we okay with what's going on in Dubai? <sighs> well, here's why I, I I would wonder if this would actually work, because
3: what live golf thought so, and you could say, well, some of these guys are out to a prime. I'm like, no, these are still guys that you all know and that were playing in major tournaments. Like Pablo Sandoval was overweight 10 years ago. Bartolo Colon's got to be, what, 50 now? Right. So we've never done a... Well, I guess there was once upon a time. Nobody wants to
5: watch senior baseball. I mean, what that's called? Softball. Baseball writer would love to see senior baseball. You can't let go of big sexy (laughs) because it's so clever to call a big big Bartolo Colon big sexy. You might have me there. I would love to see...
3: Bartolo, wherever. Who was not Yeah. Uh, it wasn't Josh Allen on the ice. It was Jake Allen. Jake Allen, netminder for the Montreal Canadiens. 36, 36 saves. Uh, they come in, take a 3-1 win. Tonight uh, in Ottawa, heads up here, weird 645 start, as we've been talking about. Why are they doing this? There are actually 16 games tonight in the NHL, all in the ESPN family and networks, and all of them with different start times starting with a game coming up at six o'clock, uh, the Leafs in Washington, and then a puck will drop every 15 minutes uh, for the Sabres. We're expecting Ukapeka, Lukanen in net tonight um, for the, it doesn't matter though. Like, you're not going to score the Sabres with just 13 goals through six games this season.
5: Yeah. Uh, Allen was sharp last night. They just couldn't get anything by him. They had plenty of opportunities. They're getting a lot of shots. I'd be more concerned about the Sabres if they weren't getting the opportunities or the shots off. They're getting a lot of, of shots. I mean, they are are out shooting their opponents regularly. So it's just pucks to net. Boys, get the pucks to the net and, and let's let's kind of muck it up a little bit there.
3: Yeah. It's uh yeah, a little bit of a slow start, but we got such a long way to go. Um speaking of a long way to go, did you know the NBA season begins tonight? Just two games. This has been the new tradition. They're gonna put the defending champion, Denver Nuggets. Uh, For West Coast time, or they're in the Mountain time, rather, it's not very friendly. 7.30 Eastern against the Lakers. That's going to be followed by Phoenix and Golden State. Both these games on TNT tonight. One other note from the NBA danger, the journey of Giannis Antetokounmpo will continue in Milwaukee. Certainly not a failure when he signs a Mm. three-year $186 million extension. I'm not
5: talking about Giannis. I'm talking about my guy.
4: You said after the Lakers win, you said you were surprised that you didn't feel more. So I'm curious what you are feeling right now and if you're looking forward to a parade coming up in Denver.
0: When is parade? When is parade? Thursday.
4: Thursday. No. (laughs) I need to go home.
5: (laughs) Okay. Uh, That's a winner. That's a win. I'm
3: going home.
5: No. When is when bread? No. I must break you. Okay. If you thought the Pac-12
3: couldn't get any more hilarious danger. And, and mind you, OSU is 6-1 and one this season. So what's the plan going forward? There's only two schools that are going to be left, Washington State and Oregon State. Okay. One of the plans that they're floating out there is to keep the Pac-12 alive for the time being and they're going to come up with a scheduling alliance with the Mountain West. Huh. How can you have a two-team conference? Unless, really, in their minds, basically, the We're going to pluck
5: some teams from the Mountain West and make them Pac-12 teams.
3: Or maybe they're just holding on to, like, where is the world going to be 10 years from now? We're like, hey, why do we move all the football teams, yet we can't have you know all the teams locally in softball and any you know, other non-revenue sports the,
5: the yeah the the travel I, this we haven't dug into this too much but if you're moving all these teams to these conferences everything outside of football becomes a massive expense right when you're traveling across the country and you're you're a, a west coast team that has to travel east for your sports outside of football that ain't going to fly long term with these schools right that's just too great an expense So the
3: legality here, what Washington State and Oregon State are doing by saying we're going to be the Pac-2, it's the college football playoff that it's in writing that basically the winner when you go to the expanded format will get a ticket. Can you imagine – like
5: i don't i'm sure they're going it's to figure out a charity ticket here yeah, you go or
3: like i'm going to fit the, i'm sure all the other you know conference one of, will be like one you're not the, coming yeah,
5: in. one of those two teams gets in every year because there's only two teams in the conference hell why stop there just give notre dame a ticket every year they're not in a conference and it doesn't say that it says Pac 12 Right. it was like okay so so Oregon State or Washington State would get a bid automatic bid every year because they're in a two team conference meanwhile an independent like Notre Dame do you remember when the Big
3: Ten went and they brought in Penn State? That was like the first. This is years ago. And like, mm-hmm. oh, are well, you're the Big Ten. You're the Big Eleven. Ha, ha, ha. They, you're the you, Pac-2.
5: Do you know that they worked uh, the, Look, the 11 into the logo? You ever see that? I never heard that. No? I, was it just me then? Oh. Okay. There's not 11 teams anymore, though. They, gotta, they can modify the logo to talk about how many teams yeah. are actually in the conference. Oh, by the way, nice loss, Penn State. But I digress. You just love wallowing in the misery of others. You are only happy when you see those closest to you in misery. Well, you're you're a de facto Penn State kind of fan. I'm just like
3: if it wasn't going to be this year, I, when? I
5: support Penn. When? I, I agree with you. When? I'm not. I agree with you. I checked in on my niece who's a Penn State student and my brother-in-law who's a Penn State lifer. And the two of them were inconsolable. They were the most negative people I've ever been around. You didn't have to do a game with one of the two of them Saturday yeah,
4: night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah,
5: yeah. I, I just checked in for a wellness check. I wanted to make sure that they were okay because <laughs> I, I know they weren't okay. That was bad. I was finally uh, another reason to love
3: Steph Diggs, who did talk to reporters today. And look, he was kind of funny. People were trying to bait him. Are you having fun? And you know, Diggs is like, Hey, if you're not having fun, go get some ice cream or whatever. And while this didn't come for today's press conference, it came from actually Diggs's Twitter feed where he put this out danger. And I don't know if you can relate or not. I ain't going to lie. I do be feeling a little bad when I blanked up y'all parlay or your fantasy. Steph, it's all good. We know it's not you. We know it's the coach. Yeah,
5: and, and like I love that he's putting that out there because it's so easy for the professional athlete to say, I don't care about your bets. I don't care about your fantasy football team. I don't play fantasy. It doesn't matter. Coaches do it all the time as well. I kind of like Diggs having the awareness to say, you know, I kind of feel bad that I screwed that up for you guys. I needed a bigger game. Didn't get it. Sorry. How much do you think they hear about it from people about fantasy? All the whatever? time. All the time, yeah. All the time. Like it to, so much so that they probably just don't want to interact with fans. Like, oh yeah, that one time I needed you to get me a touchdown, and you you, you went down at the one yard line. Thanks a lot. Like, we remember those games. We remember those plays. We remember the, the games that that their performance cost us a win or a loss, or you uh, a bad beat in Vegas. Yeah, yeah, they probably hear about it a lot. Yeah. That's kind of unfortunate. At least Diggs is having a little fun with it. Well, if you're that person that does that, stop doing that. Don't do it anymore. These these professional athletes are not your meal ticket. They don't owe you anything. You can respect that you have them on your fantasy football team, but don't don't be the person that goes on the attack because you lost your parlay or because your fantasy football team lost. Well, that's why I wonder why I guess you have to do
3: it for your brand and whatever blah blah blah, but you really can't look at your mentions like there're just
5: so many trolls out there. Yeah, the the larger you're following, the, the less you look at your mentions. Yes, that is correct. That's right. Don't read the comments either. Speaking of comments, uh, YouTube, Twitch, at the Fan Rochester. That's where we have our live video stream. Would love for you to follow along as uh, you when you do, you'll know exactly when Gino and I are going live, which is every afternoon from three mm-hmm. until six here on the Fan Rochester. Follow us at the Fan Rochester on YouTube and Twitch. You can watch the sports bar with Danger and Bataglia. And oh, by the way, when we get to a 1,000 subscribers, and the day will come, I don't know when, but the day will come when we get to a 1,000 combined subscribers on YouTube and Twitch. When that day happens, Gino and I will go on stage at a Friday Football Talk Live with Yacht Club, Rochester's local yacht rock band, playing as our, our backing band, and we will sing Into the Night by Benny Mardonis.
3: Yeah, I mean... Why this is a bad idea? Number one, I can't sing. As Clearly. every as every, uh, every Tuesday, well, because we're I get the I get excited. I get to sing, based something off of who we're picking, and I took a call off the air, missed it, Gene. Who was it? And like I couldn't go back. And okay, well, it was a, it was a little later today. It was around four twenty. If you want to hear the logic and everything, I do not want to take the thirty second pass ranked defense. I'm not taking the Chargers. They're two and four. I know they're playing the Bears. I just sense danger there, and I'm not being punny. I'm taking Philadelphia, and yes, it violates two rules, one being divisional, another being rogue, but Philadelphia, they're good. Let's not save them. Let's move on to week nine, and I will not sing the lyric, but just so you know, oh Philadelphia Freeman shine a light on me? I love you. Shine a light through the eyes of the ones I left behind. like Mike Danger
5: quoting lyrics
0: like Mike Danger
5: yeah stop I didn't leave you behind you left me behind Gino enough all right enough of the gloating the the uh, passive aggressive gloat I mean I'd rather you come in here and just tell me to stay down and I'll take my medicine I'll take my lumps I made a bad choice I trusted in the Niners to do whatever did did I did I text you after 11 o'clock last night
3: no No, good friend. No, you
5: texted me on Sunday before the game even happened. Hey, I'm not sweating. Are you ready to sweat? You're going to sweat tomorrow night. You're going to sweat. Yeah. Did I watch the entirety of the game? Yeah, I watched. I watched to the very end. I watched Brock Purdy throw not one, but two interceptions when he had a chance to take the lead from the Vikings late in that game. And even then, I wasn't really sweating. I was like, no way. Do you look at how many... Niner fans were there at U.S. Bank Stadium. It was a sea of red. Viking fans remain fair weather. They mm-hmm. remain fair weather. They're <laughs> not there. It's, it might as well be the central L.A. It's, it's L.A. It's Midwest L.A. Where you've got people just selling their tickets. And Niner fans just converging on downtown Minneapolis. I picture you like turning on the radio one day and
3: like you're going to hear Creed. You're gonna hear that song, and it's gonna make you think of going on surviving. Oh, you
4: take me <laughs> yeah,
5: Kirk Cousins gaining some uh, inspiration from uh, the early 2000s rock outfit Creed. Who, by the way, I, conspiracy theorist in me, that's not an accident. Kirk Cousins brought that up because Creed has something to promote. Creed is reunited, and they're going back on tour. And I don't know if they bought a commercial. I know that they're in mm. a commercial. I can't remember what commercial they're in for, but there is a commercial where you see the guys from Creed. Um, they're relevant again because they're going on tour. And I guarantee you that that was, we're not buying a commercial during the NFL Monday night football game, but if you can, you know, slip in a, a mention, if Kirk cousins can oh, slip in a see, mention, that's, that's next level marketing there. That's what's going on yeah. with the NFL. It's the Taylor Swift model. What you mean that
3: relationship isn't real.
5: I mean, maybe the relationship is real, but don't think that every appearance isn't bought and paid for that. There isn't some, some handshakes being exchanged and some money, exchanging uh bank accounts if
3: that's still going on we are really not gonna like taylor swift like every opposing fan base but now like hey it's another travis kelsey touchdown
5: against buffalo nobody likes taylor swift right now right i mean if you're a a football fan that's the most fatiguing storyline in the nfl right now more so than what aaron Rodgers returning from his achilles surgery that he didn't really have that's my conspiracy theory yeah um yeah, it's the NFL. Everything is bought and paid for. And I guarantee you, Kirk Cousins didn't all of us you know, Kirk Cousins didn't like look through his catalog and be like, oh, Creed. That's it. No. But that said, would have to take a lot of planning. He's not mentioning that if they lose.
3: Right. So it's like, hey, we got this. Next time you win, mention mm. this. Right. This is all planned out. Mm-hmm. Going up to the podium. Yeah. And then everybody, wow, I kind of like them. Oh, I forgot about them. Wait, they're going on tour.
5: All right. So, and by the way, if you missed Gene's Survivor and uh, Survive in Advance pick from uh, the four o'clock hour, you can go back and listen to Odyssey Rewind. Great resource for you to check out uh, inside the free to download Odyssey app. Let you go back and listen to any part of the show that you may have missed for the next 72 hours. If you're a podcast listener, even better, go back and uh, search out the sports bar, Apple Podcast Works, Spotify. Um, Also, the free-to-download Odyssey app. We'll have all of our guest appearances and our entire show up and available for you to listen at your leisure. Next up, we go to Last Call, the most dangerous words in all of Sports Talk Radio. We go to the phones! 585-866-4FAN. That's the Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub Wingman Line. 585 4326 Award-winning barbecue from Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub. The new location, 135 West Commercial Street in ER. GoodSmokeBBQ.com.
4: Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. Top shelf sports talk. You're hanging out in the sports bar with Danger and Battaglia on the Sports Leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950. The Fan,
2: Rochester. Yeah, I mean, it could be, and, and I think that's how you approach it. You know, the first the first 24 hours are tough, um, um, going into a short week because you're you're short on rest. Um, but I, I think at the end of the day, it's it's how you approach it, right? It's a, it's a mental, you know, challenge, and, and you got to look at it like, hey, this is this is a great opportunity for us, and we, we approach it with great energy, and look forward to playing at home where we've played well this year, and and uh, in front of our fans. So it's uh, to me, it's a great opportunity. Um, it's gonna be great weather like it is today, and um, no better time in Western New York than than this Thursday night.
5: The benefits of a short week for the Buffalo Bills, who host the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's coming up Thursday night. Our pregame coverage on Thursday starts at 4 o'clock. That'll be the heavy lift episode of the (laughs) Sports Bar on Thursday afternoon. We'll give you an hour. Then, uh, if you missed any of today's show, Odyssey Rewind and the free-to-download Odyssey app, let you go back and listen for the next 72 hours. We should mention that you're now less than an hour away from puck drop. Uh, in Ottawa, the Sabres taking on the Senators. This, what is this? Frozen frenzy by the NHL. Yeah, 16 uh, teams in action tonight. Uh, 16 games. 16 games, right. 32 teams in
3: action. Um, back to the Bills being on Thursday. Because somebody asked me this question. People taking off on Thursday? Or is everybody going to go out at the same time? Because if that's the case. Oh, boy. That's going to be crazy getting in there Thursday night.
5: Yeah, it, I went to the, the Dolphin game, and traffic did feel a little bit heavier little bit longer to get out of there than i i remember ever going to before the construction are
3: you feeling the same thing oh yeah yeah and i'm just saying getting in there on thursday because a lot of us are going to be working half day whatever um you you go out on a sunday you could be leaving seven eight or maybe you're going to try to time it out Mm -hmm. there a little Mm -hmm. later to get around 10 i would think a lot of us uh, are going to be leaving around that same time four or five o'clock and just just wondering At least it's not going to be terrible weather on Thursday.
5: No. In fact, I'll take what we've had the last couple of days. Been nice. That feels like fall. Can't beat it. The Mike Dangerous sunshine index here. I know. Uh, Those (laughs) closest to me know, I need the sun. I need it. I was telling a a coworker who's new to the area, what you just went through, the 10 straight days of cloudy skies and cold weather, that's just a, a primer. That's a teaser for what winter is like. Hmm. Well, let's hope we can get uh, some more sunshine. Seth Appert of the Rochester Americans was awesome, as always. Joining us last hour, Matt Perino of the Syracuse Post Standard stopped by as well, and we gave us the latest headlines and his theories and and uh, thoughts on the Buffalo Bills. He joined us in the 3 o'clock hour. We've got both of those conversations available for you wherever you get your shows at uh, the Sports Bar. Just search out the Sports Bar wherever you get your shows tomorrow. Brand new episode starting at 3 o'clock. As we do every Wednesday, stand by for some winners from the host of BetQL's QL's Send It In. Talking about PJ Glasser. He'll be stopping by at his usual time at 325 and excited 425. For the first time, Bruce Nolan, the Bruce exclusive joining yeah, us here in yeah, the Sports Bar.
3: Buffalo rumbling, so this will be a little
5: uh, interesting here to get his perspective on anything that's going on with this Bill's offense. The inaugural visit from uh, Bruce Nolan joining us uh, tomorrow afternoon, 425, here in the Sports Bar. All right, as I mentioned, we are uh, less than an hour away from puck drop in Ottawa, the frozen frenzy for the NHL. The Sabres, of course, like every other NHL team taking part tonight with that 645 puck drop. Uh, they will be taking on the Sens, and, and you've got a game seven tonight between the Phillies and the Diamondbacks, And you've got the NBA getting their regular season underway as well. So no shortage of action for you. Uh, tonight if you're a sports fan hope you enjoy your night thanks again for making the sports bar part of your everyday routine we do appreciate you listening at 957 fm and am 9 uh, 950 fingers crossed bart winkler next on the fan
4: odyssey has sports for every fan keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts a-u-d-a-c-y odyssey